All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation, and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. This segment is called Michael's Magic Moment. It's my opportunity to play a little snippet from one of our previous episodes, which resonated with our listeners that I received feedback from, or I felt really had an impact on some people's lives. Hope you enjoy. This week, we're going back to an episode where I asked the question of how much money do you need to be happy? Now, this is something that's been talked about for years. There are studies done on it. There are quotes. There are people that say one thing, some that say another. And it's a really valid question because I really get into the idea of having a balance. I really get into the idea of asking yourself why you're working, why you do what you do. Um, I, I give an example of someone that works really physical hours, uh, really physical work, really long hours, and that it's you know, it sort of counteracts or it, it's sort of, um, in a way, it's achieving the opposite of what the goal is of working, for example, seeing the family. And I understand that, of course, somebody, it's very hard to always choose your career. Sometimes someone can only do physical work um, or they can only work long hours. But I just really bring up some points and just some things to think about. I really talk about goalposts. You know, the goalposts are always moving when it comes to our goals, And it's important for the goalposts to move, but it's also important to really be clear on what you want and what you're trying to do. And I touch on the question of, you know, how much money do you need to be happy? But of course, there is not a single answer. So I hope you enjoy um, this little snippet. I encourage you to, to listen to the full episode, pass it on to a friend or family member that you think probably needs to listen to this episode. Maybe it's your partner that needs to listen to this episode and feel free to touch base If you'd like to have a chat, I'm here and ready to meet and to see if I can be of any assistance to you and your family. There was a a study done recently where they interviewed um, elderly people. So in their 80s, they've lived a, a long life. And they asked them, what are the things in your life that you valued the most out of your whole life? What are the things that you loved the most, that you valued, that you enjoyed? And... Most of the answers, if not all of them, had nothing to do with money or possessions. It was nothing about, oh, I love, you know, I loved driving my car. Or I loved that, you know, I loved even going on that holiday. Like a lot of the things were more about spending time with my family and my friends and having grandkids and um, helping other people and things that had literally nothing to do with money at all. These were the things that they treasured the most in their lives. And these are the, the, the memories that they treasured the most and the things they treasured the most. And at the end of the day, it is really important to always remember that to, because at the end of, as people, as humans, what we do is we, we set these goals and we say, this is going to make me happy, or this is what I need to be happy. And they work towards that. But the issue is that the goalposts just keep moving. For example, a top NBA rookie player might earn half a million dollars a year and to a lot of us, half a million dollars is a lot of money. And as far as the average person is concerned, 
most people would pref- would love to be earning half a million dollars a year. But that person, for example, compares himself or herself to a high-ranking NBA player that might earn something like $10 million a year. So in that person's eyes, if he's comparing himself to the NBA player that's earning $10 million, by comparison, he's poor. And that NBA player, if he or she compares themselves to an executive of a successful IT company that earns $10 million a day, for example, and he compares himself or she compares herself to that person, then in that comparison, that person is poor. So at the end of the day, if, if you have goals strictly around money and nothing else, and if you think money is going to make you happy or satisfied or is going to make you feel rich, then unfortunately, I hate to break this to you, but you're never going to be fulfilled because there's always going to be a goalpost that keeps moving, something that you need, something that's going to be better and better and better. And essentially, you're on this hunt or this journey to try to achieve this happiness that's going to be achieved through money. Now, a lot of what I'm saying makes a lot of sense to most people, but unfortunately, we forget these things all the time. And to me, um, even personally speaking, you know, when I work hard, I work hard for my family. So I'm always having to remind myself that I can't have ridiculous days doing 14 hours, 15 hours of work, for example, when I don't get to see my family because it's sort of counteractive. It's, I'm working for my family, but I don't get to see my family. Or, 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 or there are people that, for example, do very physical jobs and they work, again, long hours and they work really, really hard and they literally destroy their bodies and they neglect their health as well a lot of the times to eventually be able to retire and have a happy, healthy life. But really, it's again, it's, it's counteractive because they're, they're working for something, but when they retire, they just spend all that money repairing their life anyway, or they can't even enjoy it sometimes. So, you know, we know these things, but we need to be reminded of them all the time. And I've talked about this all the time when I talk about budgeting, when I talk about all these things, that it's really important to have a balance. You know, you can't just focus on the future, and forget about now, and you can't just focus on now and forget about the future. It's about having that balance between the two. Um, and as a financial advisor, I always remind my clients of these things, and we talk about these things regularly, especially if I can see that there's an issue where somebody's too much on thinking of the present and forgetting about the future, or only thinking of the future and forgetting about the present, and I can see that that person's not happy. So money comes and goes. You know, At the end of the day, it's money is one of those things where yeah, it makes you happy, but the second it's not there, that happiness is gone. So if your happiness is dependent on money, then that's a very, very scary position to be in. Oprah Winfrey, whose net worth is something like nearly $3 billion, has said, I still know I am not my income. I'm not the lifestyle my income can afford me. I let money serve its purpose, but I don't live to serve money. I think that's why we have such a beautiful relationship. And it's all about that perspective. It's all about the way you, you look at money because at, at the same time as well, money's never going to change the way that you feel about yourself. And I can tell you that now. It's it's one of those things where, again, if you're, you're chasing a dream, if you're chasing something that's eventually going to make you happy, it's, it's probably not going to work. Um, and it's most likely not going to work. And you're setting yourself up for failure because you're going to achieve that financial goal, for example, and be like, wow, I'm still not happy. What's going on? Oh, wow, I need to achieve. It's, it wasn't high enough. I need to go higher. So again, goals are so important. All these things are important, very important. But as I said, you can't do it hoping it's going to make you happy. And 
you can't neglect the personal side of this whole picture as well. Because when it comes to money, money is money, but without purpose, it's nothing. And and you need to know why you're doing what you're doing, essentially. Because again, if you just keep saving money, for example, without a goal or without a purpose behind it, you're never going to you're never going to be satisfied. You know, your initial goal might be to save a thousand dollars, and then, but if there's no reason that you're saving that thousand, then really, once you hit a thousand, you'll need to save ten thousand, and then that ten thousand will become a hundred thousand, that a hundred thousand will become half a million, and that half a million will become a million dollars, and you still don't know why you're doing what you're doing. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases. And feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.